Hello and welcome to another episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran and today Jal is also taking uh, another step away so that I can continue to rant and rave about some anime I've been watching. Uh, this is the third episode that we've done where I'm covering some of the series I've been watching since the beginning of 2020 uh, and trying to catch up on all the series that I've been meaning to watch for many years now. This one in particular is quite an old one uh, in that regard. And today I'm going to be talking about the series Durarara, which came out in 2010, January to June 2010, originally. Uh, there has been another series since then, which is more recent, but so I'm talking about the original series, the initial one. Uh, it's 25 episodes in length, uh, along with one additional 0.5 episode, which it makes it kind of hard to, <laughs> to tell how long the series really is supposed to be. Uh, the original series, which was a light novel series of books, uh, was written by uh, Ryogo Narita, who also wrote the Bakano series, which is also quite a well-known and very good uh, series of books and anime as well, worth watching. Uh, and the series was directed by Takehiro Omori, um, who also worked on a lot of the same the same studio stuff that did this uh, this series, which is by Brainspace. Uh, they also did Bakano, they also did Natsume's Book of Friends and some other stuff as well. And then if you want to watch it nowadays, uh, again, it depends on where your region is located. But for me in the UK, uh, I can watch the original Japanese dub on Crunchyroll with subtitles, or I can watch it in English with the dub on Channel 4. Although weirdly, I found the Channel 4 version is like sped up by like maybe 15 to 20%. Like it's slightly faster sounding. It's weird. I don't know. It's a series that I partially watched in 2010, as I mentioned, but I never actually finished it when I watched it. But it was always one that stuck with me. I'd always thought about it uh, from time to time, and it would always be a series I'd recommend to people. So I was like, oh yeah, that's really, really good. But for some reason, I just never finished it, because I remember I, I remember lots of aspects of the show when I was re-watching it this time. It's like, oh yeah, I remember when that happened. But now I've fully, from start to finish, pretty consistently, once a day got through the, the series and I really enjoyed it and it's something that I'm glad that I went back to and something that I didn't just kind of leave forever on the back burner which is kind of proof of concept for my whole idea of trying to watch a new episode every single day of something uh, it allows me to kind of go back and watch those those series that I was always meaning to watch you know it's another example of a light novel turned manga turned anime uh, very similar to how Full Metal Panic went about things from the previous episode we did one of the good things about stories that are often adapted from night novels, not all the time, but some of the time, is that the they're usually a little bit more in-depth because the original story is kind of created around you know using words rather than, say, using uh, illustration within a manga. So you often find things are a bit slower, a little bit more wordy, but as a result, a bit more in-depth. So, And that comes through in this series quite a lot as well. Um, it is quite an in-depth show. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of people. Um, it doesn't focus entirely on one storyline, so to speak. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a soap drama where all the characters within the show exist within the same sort of shared space. And oftentimes they will intersect with one another's paths and that will change sort of like how things lay out and you might find that a character that doesn't normally have anything to do with another character ends up being involved in a particular episode worth a storyline or something like that uh, and that then also plays into the fact that like I said there was a there's a huge cast of characters as well and they're almost all introduced straight away to in fact the opening kind of music is set to like a showcase of all the different characters and what their names are because there's a lot of people to remember and they're all quite 
good, interesting characters. None of them feel kind of useless and disposable. And they're all fairly fleshed out. They don't rely very heavily on tropes either. Like, there is the tropiness of, like, there's the shy one and then there's the strong one, etc. But they also have quite a lot of character on top of that as well. So I really enjoyed its huge cast of characters, even though at first it is quite an intimidating thing to try and both memorise, but also just kind of get to grips with how they all gel with one another. Because they all have... That's one of the best things about the show to us. They all have relationships with one another that aren't necessarily immediately apparent. So it can be a little bit intimidating to get into, but it's definitely worthwhile because of it. And the show takes place in the real-world place of Ikibukuro, which is a city, district, area, place within Tokyo. Um, Very busy, very uh, densely populated location, kind of like a big transport hub within the city itself. And you can tell that the people who've created the show and also the original author obviously knew a lot about the, the city of Ikibukuro very well because everything is painstakingly created to be just like it is like in real life. It, it, the, the city itself feels like a character because it's all take place within this very specific location and that's not, not on purpose. You know, that that's a very intentional thing to, that they've done. And the city feels like a living, breathing character along with all the other people who live within it. And um, one of the other unique selling points of the show is that it establishes quite early on that there is the paranormal. Uh, one of the main characters is uh, a Dullahan, like a, a headless rider, um, just imagined into the modern world of riding a motorbike as opposed to riding a horse. So as a result of the fact that it introduces it from episode one onwards, you never feel like it's just kind of being brought up for the sake of trying to pad things out or make things more interesting straight away. It does a really good job of making you go, okay, that makes sense. Uh, it's kind of weird how there's not a huge amount of it, but there are set, there are storylines later on in the show which also have some paranormal activity in it, but it always feels like weirdly believable. It's, it's done very well. And that sort of was where one of the things that falls down for me happens, however, is that Initially, it starts out really, really strong with some of the the, the soft introductions to the paranormal. Uh, it talks you some of the, about the mystery of the dollars, the sort of like the underground group within Ikebukuru, who's sort of like the, the driving force behind quite a lot of the things going on in the city. Some of the rivalries between some of the big hot-headed characters like Shizuo and Izaya, they're all really interesting. And following all the relationships between each of these people individually is super fun as well. Like, for example, everyone seems to know Simon, the uh, the Russian sushi uh, advertiser that's around everywhere, and everyone seems to know who he is. And it's kind of interesting to see how everyone kind of knows each other. But unfortunately, that then starts to become not stale, but because they've already done that now and they've already explored all those aspects of things, the story becomes more reliant on just telling the narrative itself. And towards the end of the show, particularly the last, say, six or seven episodes, it does feel a little bit drawn out, unfortunately. It feels like they probably could have cut the runtime by even a couple of episodes and told effectively the same story in a more concise manner. And it's not that it wasn't enjoyable to watch. It was. It's just it felt like, come on, get on with it now. I don't want to spoil the reasoning for that. But yeah, it just felt like maybe they could have, it could have been trimmed a little bit, I would say. But there are some bonus episodes as well, uh, which they added, which I, I imagine are like either anime only or maybe just sort of like short, like one shots within the original light novel or something like that. But they're really fun. Like they don't take it seriously at all. One of them's about like effectively aliens coming to, the, the city but it's not really aliens and it's just kind of funny and a bit silly and a bit slapstick but that's okay like it's uh it's a nice 
nice break from the quite otherwise serious storyline going on at that point in time. Uh, and the other thing to mention about the show is how cool it looks. Like, it's a really nice-looking show. The The characters are all quite unique-looking. They all have very good identifying features to them, but without overly relying on typical anime-style designs. Everyone is expressive, but not in your normal, like, anime style. It, it's, it, it looks really good. And the show also pops as well. There's a lot of colour in the show as well. The colour's actually quite a primary theme within the show. Uh, and that that kind of flows through both into the story, but also into the presentation of the show. It, it looks really vibrant, and every scene always looks alive, especially if you watch it in kind of like a nice, high-quality version of the show. Uh, and much of the action scenes, although there aren't too many of them, are always really well choreographed, and the animation is really fluid. It looks super good to watch when those fight scenes do break out. One final bit of note as well that I think is worth mentioning is the voice work is really strong on both the sub and the dub. So if you prefer to watch things in English, you're certainly not going to have to suffer through terrible voice acting. It's done pretty well, all things considered. And it will probably be a necessity for you if you struggle to follow along with lots of names and places and events and stuff like that, because there are so many like proper nouns being thrown around. And whilst also trying to keep on top of Japanese and the subtitling, it can be very difficult to you know, to keep up with what's going on. So that's a bonus. Overall, I do recommend watching it uh, for several reasons in that it has a great and expansive cast of characters, which are some very memorable people who are kind of well-known within the anime sort of community. Um, it's a much slower, more personal story. A lot of the times it's not about like world ending events. It's mostly about like someone trying to find who they are or get back something that was stolen or, or something like that. And, but it's also about just the individual relationships with, between those people along the way. Um, and it's also really good if you've been to Igibukuro as well. Uh, it's really cool to see all the different sort of streets and buildings and stuff that you recognize from when you went there, that, which is, which is kind of cool. Uh, but it's a series that I maybe wouldn't necessarily recommend to someone if you struggle with keeping up to date with all the names and the places and the events, like I mentioned, because it can be quite distracting if you constantly go to, what was that person's name again? When you're trying to follow along with what's going on in the story, that can be a little bit off-putting. It's also maybe not one to recommend if you're not necessarily a fan of like paranormal activity within an otherwise grounded slice of lifestyle anime. It doesn't feel jarring to me, but maybe to some people it would do. Um, it also doesn't have the highest level of action either. So if you need quite a lot of action, if you need lots of like high octane fights all the time, then this at the end isn't a show for you. Some episodes can be quite slow. Many of sort of the interactions between characters are actually take place on like an online chat room and you just kind of watch the chat bubbles pop up and it can be slow. It's still interesting, but I can understand how that might get a little bit dull for some people as well. So maybe something to look out for if that's not your, not your thing. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I do highly recommend Durara overall. I'm really glad that I got to watch it after all this time, and I'm glad that it's not one that I left on the back burner forever, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, but until then, I've been Sefran, and catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon.